This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Everything I learned from movies helps to make life a little bit groovy. Whether one line of plot holes or two of his movies, it's time to get busy with your friends, Stephen Izzy. Hey, kids. Do you like arcade games? Yay! Did you like the Turtles in Time arcade game? Oh my god, yay! What if I were to tell you, in 1993, they made a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie where they go through time? Yay! You think yay? Yay! But you would be disappointed. Good afternoon, everybody. Good afternoon. I'm Steve. And I'm Izzy. And this is Everything I Learned from Movies. And uh, we're continuing Time Travel Month. Uh, with Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Number three. <laughs> Turtles in time. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Oh. So, uh, yeah. Um, well, I guess first off, I'm a little uh, I'm a little parched, sweetie. Ooh, I have? am as well. Let's grab a beer. We say we, uh, <laughs> since we're talking about a movie where mutant turtles go back to feudal Japan, why don't we start with a Japanese beer? Ooh. Uh, we have Kyoin Ichiban. 100% well, brewed for good times, as it says here on the label. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kyoin Ichiban is one of the world's most unique premium beers. The Ichiban Shiobora process. Uh, uses only the most flavorful portion of the finest ingredients. Sorry, I'm trying to read that off the gold print on this white label, but uh, a nice little 22-ounce of it. Uh, Shall we open it? Yes. And just so you all know, Kiran Ichiban means unicorn number one! Yes. Unicorn! Possibly one of the best-named beers in the world. Great. All right. right. It's carbonated, always a good sign. Always a good sign. You know, it's come all the way from Japan. Alrighty. Frothy. Mm. At least yeah. the way I poured it. <laughs> Looks like a uh, beautiful, crystal clear, light international lager. <laughs> yes, honey, it is an international I, lager. Um, one might say it looks like very pale urine. However, that's just the color alone. Uh, that's called light straw, honey. Light straw, yes. It's also got kind of a creamy white head. Like, it's not a pure white head. It's kind of a warm, a warm white. But yeah, that is a crystal clear beer. Yeah, like, absolutely. Yeah, but it looks insane. Like, it looks like someone did like one drop of yellow uh, coloring in water. <laughs> Alright, the aroma. The sniff. It, uh, I'm getting a little bit of like green apple off of it. Almost no no uh, hot aroma off it at all. Can you take a sip? That's actually a very refreshing beer. Yeah, excellent. Yeah, not bad at all. If you like really light lagers, um, you know the like Bud Quarters yeah. that type thing. Yeah, this yeah, tastes like bad. it's maybe like getting a little bit old, but it's not too bad. Yeah, it's one of those, uh, we, we get it at Bethmo? Yeah. Yeah, sometimes those international beers, they uh, sit around for a little bit, but 
this one's not nearly as bad as the other ones we've mm-hmm. gotten from there, and they've had the little, uh, I don't know, light-stricken, whatever. But, but yeah, this one's actually in a brown bottle, so that helps with that. Yeah, that that's actually very easy to drink. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Good, uh, good refreshing little beer. Definitely. If you're going to go uh, watch Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, though, I would probably recommend something slightly stronger. Yeah, or, L- or like just massive doses possible, possible butt-funneling of this to... <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure you could physically consume enough to make that movie, uh... Anyway, <laughs> let's anyway. get on with the movie. Shall we, uh, go over the plot? Yeah, so the turtles are chilling. Uh, well, it opens up with the turtle line dance? Yes, yes, it does. A nice little, uh... Turtle yeah, dance number down in their uh, sewer home in an abandoned train station. Or Turtle conga line. They're in the sewers, honey. Duh. But that's true. Yeah, I guess that one does. But isn't that like a train car or something that they like live in? I, I feel like Splinter's puppet is uh, operated from <laughs> behind a train car window or something. I don't know. It's very yeah. vague in this movie. <laughs> By the way, if you've never seen any of the uh, live action like '80s Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle movies. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry, early 90s, whatever, <laughs> when I was a child, and some of you weren't even born yet. You all need to go out and watch these. They're, They're pretty ridiculous. Yeah. And nowhere near as scary as today's Ninja Turtles. No, today's the new ones are scarier. Jesus. So scary. So, so the first two movies, mm-hmm. Jim Henson's company um, actually did the, uh, the puppetry yeah. and all of that. And the third one here, though, it's another company. <laughs> Not too bad, but yeah, they're definitely a little more cartoony looking like they had the little uh, I noticed the spots on them or whatever a lot more like little, yeah, little freckles like or whatever the hell they had. Yeah. turtles aren't typically spotted a little weird but uh, but Splinter looks exactly the same like hey we got this extra puppet do you want to operate it sure <laughs> he doesn't do much in this movie yeah, like I say he just kind of peeks out of a window and yeah. you know it's mouth like, moves and <laughs> like they had half a Splinter costume <laughs> or puppet yeah Splinter he really just sits and drinks tea this entire movie. <laughs> like, true. literally when all the action's happening in the very beginning, yeah. he's in a different room, and it just cuts to him sitting there, like, I don't know, pondering the universe, or... Mm, that noise over there, those darn teenagers, or something like yeah, that. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> mm, children. And they're, like, getting sucked into, like, a magic staff. Uh, oh, so so the plot. Mm-hmm. They're, they're chilling in their, their home, um, and they're visited by their friend... Uh, New York reporter April O'Neil. Yeah, having their gay conga line, you know, yeah, you like know, turtles do. Just having a good time, you know. They're <laughs> teenagers. They're 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 you know experimenting, <laughs> exploring their bodies. <laughs> and uh, she stopped by, I guess, like a uh, uh, was a flea market or something, and yeah. she got some presents for them, like a lampshade it's to very wear, colorful lampshade. Yeah, all kinds of weird things. And one of them, she even seems surprised to pull out of the bag, and it's like right? it's uh it. It's apparently an old Japanese scepter mm-hmm. that kind of looks like a lantern with a... It looks, <laughs> it looks like a Victorian-era street light. Yeah, yeah. And <laughs> like, out of the street. Like, 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 if I pulled that out of the bag, too, I'd be like, where the hell did I get this? Right? <laughs> did I pay money for this? Um, <laughs> but she pulled it out, and um, inside of the lantern, though, I don't know if you noticed the... Uh, Spoiler alert, it ends up being a magic scepter that can mm-hmm. teleport people through time, apparently back to feudal Japan. But However, only if they have the same body mass. Yeah, exactly. That's right. It's an equal mass displacement. So someone in 1603 
feudal Japan mm -hmm. has to be around the scepter at the same time, otherwise it just doesn't work. Something like that? Yeah, it also has some sort of spinny thing on the inside. The spinny thing, though, mm -hmm. I, I kind of know, looks like a jack. It like, does look like... <gasps> like our last movie, Free Jack. Oh, jacks are the key to time travel. That's right. At least jack-shaped devices. And here, we were just putting them on teachers' chairs to make them sit on them and jump up. <laughs> that's, that's how you play jacks, right? That's... I, I assume there's a rubber ball. That's maybe like a distraction in case they yeah. catch you. Yeah. Yeah, like, I mean, I've never seen Jax play in another way. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be honest. <laughs> it's true. I don't think I have either. Hey, if you've uh, ever seen an actual game of Jax, let us know. And no, we're not talking about Jax from Mortal Kombat 2. No, we're not talking about masturbation. No, 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 no. Do not let us know if you've seen that. Uh, so many cookie cookie gifts. Um... Moving on to back to the movie. Back to the movie. Um, so they're messing around with the scepter. Oh wait, what is April O'Neil wearing? Oh, in this one, she's not wearing her usual yellow slicker. <laughs> she's wearing like leather jacket, uh, mm -hmm. leather jacket, white t-shirt. She's very, very grease in this right. movie. Like very uh, John Travolta slash West Side Story kind of. She's getting ready to go on vacation. She needs vacation. Yeah, wait, is she going to a beach? I have no idea where she's going. Jacket. Apparently the boys are going to watch her apartment, which yeah. I don't know how you're going to have giant turtles you're trying to keep a secret watch her apartment. Sweetie, they're ninjas. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> All they're going to do is raid, raid her fridge for pizzas and then be out as soon as they hear a noise or like a landlord or something. By the way, just on a side note from also the other movies, I feel like all of New York went to the Stormtrooper school of not paying the fuck attention <laughs> because they're giant fucking turtles. Do you see New York in this movie? I don't believe so. No, it's all interior shots. That's right. It's all the subway or in Japan. Well, is there, they in their inside... California, wherever it's really shot. I don't uh, know. They, go to, they go to what's his name? The Stoner's apartment. The Stoner's apartment. Yeah. Casey Jones? Casey Jones. He is not a stoner. He is a hockey enthusiast. Okay, then he's been hit in the head a lot. Oh, he has. There's, there's no <laughs> doubt. Uh, oh, sorry. Also, Casey Jones is played by the great Ilias Cotius. You might know from Prophecy and Chicago PD. And a couple, uh, he's in a lot of TV shows. Like, and he, he likes I think he was marijuana. in uh, Law and Order for a while, too. And uh, he likes marijuana. Apparently he does. Especially in the early 90s. He looks like he does. Um... <laughs> But I mean, yeah. I could smell it off the screen. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he does like hockey. Right? I won't believe about that. Um, <laughs> we just lost two-thirds of our viewership. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you can enjoy weed all you want. Um, so, yeah, I worry about that. You just can't enjoy so, hockey? Yeah. So they're messing around <laughs> the scepter. Meanwhile, in feudal Japan, uh, was it the son of the emperor of a certain region or whatever is kind of messing around the with The leader it? of a clan? yeah. Yeah, they're, they're kind of vague on his title. Let me yeah. see if I can find it. You keep talking. Well, uh, they're messing around at the same time, uh, him and April. And uh, April is sent back into feudal Japan. And uh, I think Kenji, or you know, was it Yoshi? Was his name Yoshi? No, the little kid is Yoshi later. Oh, that's right. So, yeah, Kenji, I think, is the, uh, the son that's sent back in April's place. Luckily, they switch clothes, so... Uh, Kenji looks like a '50s greaser, and <laughs> April O'Neil's in a like you know, the traditional Japan samurai. kimono samurai kind of thing. Uh, a lot of a lot of flowing drapes. Um, 
But yeah, of course, everybody's really confused at the situation. And right. then, uh, of course, leave it to the great Donatello. Wait, but <laughs> it, in feudal Japan, they label her a witch. Oh, yes. Well, because she is a witch. She traveled through time using, right? using a magic scepter. I mean, she is a witch. Um, and, yeah, so they throw her in, like, a little dungeon. And it, being feudal Japan, they know English, of course, which is very convenient for this story, because otherwise it would be really odd. Oh, they address that, honey. Exactly, that's what I'm saying. They they address it because we were uh, we're trading. With, they were trading with the Europeans then. True, they were trading with. Uh, oh my gosh, uh, the actor's name is Stuart Wilson. Uh, what's his name? Walker. His name is Walker in this movie, and he's like the leader of the, I guess, the uh, English people that are. Uh, I guess like forces. Like it. Like it's a lot of. Uh, <laughs> A lot of rapidalians, really, but he's like the leader of them, and he wears this incredible, incredibly gaudy outfit where his belt looks like he's the heavyweight champion of the WWF. It's pretty amazing. It's pretty rad. Uh, but the actor played uh, the guy in uh, Mask of Zorro, the bad guy, the yeah. the Don Don Pedro was his name, I think. If you saw him, you'd recognize him. Yeah. All right. So real quick, uh, the first guy who gets sent uh, to Turtle's time is Kenshin. Kenshin. And uh, his father is the Lord. Okay, the Lord. Lord uh, Norinaga. Lord Naga. That's right. Um, and he looks like he's seen him in other things, too. He's one oh, of sure. the two guys that look exactly the same. I thought he was the guy from, like, Bloodsport and all those movies, but apparently he's the other one. He's the everything. one from Waterworld. Oh, yes. Yes, yes. In the Jackie Chan Adventures. <laughs> of course. I think, I think he plays grandfather. Work. Yeah, that makes sense. Um... But yeah, so uh, so back in present day slash 1993 New York, uh, Donatello figures out that it's a time traveling scepter, of course, um, and the reason someone came in her place is because of equal mass displacement, where if someone goes into the future, equal mass comes back. Mm -hmm. um, so you got to be the same size and holding the scepter. Mm -hmm. And so with that in mind, these four pretty large mutant turtles gather mm -hmm. around the scepter. Well, they decide the scepter must be in the temple, and so at some point, monks are going to handle it, so when it starts to light up, they'll all grab it, and they'll be swapped with the monks. Because monks are the size of giant turtles. Obviously. <laughs> Japanese monks are the size of what should be a 400-pound turtle. Yeah, absolutely. That makes perfect sense. Yeah. No, no further question, Your Honor. Nope. <laughs> also, Kenshin um, apparently is a waste model. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, so that's how the turtles get back to save April. Well, so they think they're getting swapped with monks, and it turns out they're actually swapped with the evil honor guard. Yeah. Uh, who was Lord... Nakunaga? Uh, Nagunaki? Uh, I just had it. Oh, my God. My brain's not working. Lord Norinaga. 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 Anyway, swapped with him, who, uh, by the way, Kenshin is fighting against his father because his girlfriend, Mitsu, uh, is part of a rebellion who don't want to trade with the English, but they all speak perfect English. It's true. Because they feel like the English lord is evil, and they're kind of vague, but they're all kind of at war, and Kenshin's yeah. going to choose love over family. But yeah. yeah, so the evil honor guard is swapped with the turtles. The turtles show up in Japan on horseback. It's true. It's pretty pretty awesome. Mm -hmm. Turtles riding on horseback. Um, and uh, the guards that go back to present-day New York, they're watched by 
uh, Casey Jones, yeah. who introduces them to hockey and other great American things. Potato chips, a bar where they get to play what appears to be Mortal Kombat. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yes. All the amazing stuff. Yeah. We're skipping over a lot of plot here because there's just a lot of scenes where it's like, who are these scenes for? They're not quite entertaining enough for kids. I think it's more time filler kind of yeah. thing. I mean, they introduced the little kid Yoshi just so he can be like, oh yeah, these he gets the, the rebellions are the good guys, and yeah, that's why right. the turtles take our side. And so uh, when when the turtles are in feudal Japan, the the people who live there think they're demons. Yeah. Obviously, as they should be. Well, um, right, they're on the scrolls and everything too. Yeah. The legend. Um, and so the thing is, are they good demons or are they bad demons? Because uh, Japanese have good demons and bad demons. Basically, powerful spirits are called demons. Um, and so uh, one of the turtles ends up saving Mitsu's little brother, Yoshi, from a fire. Um, and then giving him, essentially, CPR to bring him back. And so they decide, the whole town decides, they're good demons. Even though they came in dressed in the bad guy's armor and riding through town. Oh, and they did save April. By the way, uh, so they. Oh yeah, they rescue April. Yeah, when they get transported back, they're they're in the. the they're riding the horses, and then they just ride it right That's into right, the right dungeon, into essentially. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. And then, oh, and, and she runs into a guy who looks like her arch nemesis in New York. Yes, that that was an an odd little thing. Uh, there's a one of the gentlemen, the English gentleman, there. Um, it's played by Elias Coetius as well. His name's Wit, I think. Um, and he looks ex- ex- you know, obviously exactly like Casey Jones, yep. except he's got more of a beard and shorter hair, whereas Casey Jones has like longer hair and shaven because you know can't have a beard in hockey apparently. <laughs> um, but but yeah, yeah. So it's like, oh yeah, this this guy's like Casey Jones, but he's he's like a gentleman, or at least nicer than most. I don't yeah. know. Until later. Yeah. Oh, oh, give it away. No. Yeah. yeah uh, there's a double cross involved. Spoiler alert. Um, but yeah, so so then the uh, the leader of the English forces, uh, uh, he basically convinces Nori Norinaga Norinaga <laughs> that uh, these demons will help overthrow him or something. No, Norinaga so says that 300 years ago his clan was defeated by the that's right, that's right, by the by, by okay. these demons, and he will not be dishonored the way his family was before, Um, the English guys are trying to get Norinaga's uh, silk and gold in exchange for guns, and Norinaga kept going, I don't need guns. But now that the uh, the villagers have the demons on their side, Norinaga's getting a little nervous, so he's like, all right, fine, I'm going to give you a bunch of gold and a whole bunch of my silk in exchange for guns. Mm -hmm. And the English guy basically goes, you know what, maybe I don't even need the silk, maybe I just want guns, or I just want gold. Oh, and by the way, I will also give you a cannon if you give me pure gold. There you go. And so a cannon gets involved. And of course, that leads to the final battle. Final cannon! Oh, wait. Uh, but also, the turtles lose the scepter at one point, And That's they true. need yeah, the scepter to get, get back. back. Yeah. And they only have 60 hours for some reason, and I'm unclear. Yeah, that was kind of glass. I was like, they can only do it, use it like once every 12 hours or something like that, but after five times that of it not doing it, they're stuck there. Forever. I, I don't know. It, 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 it's to keep the movie to an hour and a half, I suppose. Yeah. <laughs> and so uh, so the scepter goes missing. It eventually turns up in one of the houses of one of the villagers. Uh, actually, um, cute little Yoshi's grandfather hit it, 
hoping that the turtles wouldn't go home immediately, that they would help them defend the village. So there's a little bit of drama there. Um, and then the bad guys end up with the scepter, and they know everybody's after it, and they know it's very powerful. Uh, Norinaga actually originally had the scepter because his family owned it, and Kenshin was going to steal it, or I don't know. Yeah, yeah they were trying was to steal big. it, and that's when the, the original switch with April happened. Yeah, yeah but... Uh, yeah, so yeah, so the bad guys have the scepter, the turtles have to go and rescue it, and save the villagers from the evil Englishman, the evil lord, and and try and get home, but they only have like half an hour Four left. Hours, yeah. Because that's yeah. the final minutes, and yeah. I mean, meanwhile, yeah. again, back in New York, Casey Jones is just humorous little showing the <laughs> video games, and like teaching them to do arcade games and hockey and stuff. Yeah, basically, uh, I keep back to that. <laughs> feudal, four feudal Japanese warriors, and then like the super angsty Kenshin, just wandering around New York eating snack foods. Yeah. By the way, if I was bringing somebody back from the past, the first thing I would do is introduce them to snack foods. Be Absolutely. like, hey, so now like every meal is like an arduous struggle. Here's a bag of Funyuns. <laughs> You're welcome. You know what goes good with those bugles. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. Uh, it's uh, it's a good little movie. Mm-hmm. I would say. Yeah. I don't know, do you want to talk about the ending? It's basically just the uh, enemy can anticipate. Big battle. Actually, fairly well done for yeah. what it is. You Actually, know, it's a show and good. stuff. And, you know, turtles win, go back in time. The oh, other guys come back. Everything's back oh. to normal. Um, oh. You know, uh, Splinter's like, oh yeah, look at me. I can do stuff. Yeah, that's right. The lamp <laughs> on the head. Look, I made a funny. You know, uh, how all the other turtles movies end. Yeah. But yeah, it's good. It's good. I mean, yeah, it's not the strongest <laughs> of the turtle franchises. Not by any means. But at the same time, it it doesn't necessarily like stand out as terribly worse. Like they're in mid range yeah. franchises. It, it's one of those things where it's like, you know, it's a time travel movie. If the biggest thing you have against this movie is that the time travel time time traveling scepter is inconceivable, consider the name of the movie is <laughs> Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and the story of young turtles who grew up to be human sized and taught by a brat, a small Japanese sized man brat. <laughs> Yeah. To learn karate by watching somebody. <laughs> right? And, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's, there's a right. stretch. So on that note, honey, I have to say, of the movies we've watched thusly about time travel, I think this one is the most accurate. Yeah. The most conceivable? Yeah. It very well may be. Like it. They, it, mm. it's a magic scepter. Like, what else do you need? Like, yeah. any any arguments you have against it's like, it's a fucking magic scepter. It's, it's magic it's magic. Scepter. I mean, obviously, it takes elements from Free Jack with the little uh, spinning thing in the Free. middle, and yeah. <laughs> yeah, but they don't they don't try and they don't even try and explain it. It's just a magic scepter. Let's move on. Yeah, exactly. E- <laughs> equal mass displacement. Yeah. Ooh, speaking of equal mass displacement, Ooh. we have a second beer. Wow. It is uh, Equinox. Ooh, from Lagunitas, I believe. Lagunitas Brewery. Yes, it's a genuine pale pale oat malt. Oh my gosh, a genuine pale oat ale. Yeah, that was a little different. Ooh, this one's 8.4% alcohol by volume. Mmm. the sound of this. Um, one moment here. Alrighty. The bottle. You guys want to hear what a good beer sounds like opening up? 
It sounds exactly like a mid-range beer. <laughs> All right. For those of you guys who don't know, oh, here, let's pour this first. All right. Ooh, that is lighter than I anticipated. Yeah. Slightly darker than the Kira Nijibang. Um, but yes, it's like a nice little pale ale, like a light, somewhere between a gold and light amber. Trying to get to a good yeah, it's like it's the goldenrod color yeah. we were talking about before. Kind of, again, like a, a whitish creamy head on it. Mm, the aroma is very hoppy. Mm. Very nice. Are you on the six six? Ooh, that is a hoppy, hoppy beer. Ooh. Right. That is much hoppier than I anticipated. That is very, very similar to like a Sierra Nevada Pale Ale. It definitely is, yeah. I think it's uh, hoppier to uh, counteract the uh, 8.4%. Like they must have really sure. upped the, the uh, amount of malt in the grain bill to yeah. get the alcohol that high. But yeah, it's a good balanced beer. So it could be dangerous. Those of you who don't know, if you haven't tried it, I highly recommend get yourself some Lagunitas. Uh, they're a brewery that's out here on the West Coast. No, and Petaluma. In Petaluma, Petaluma, California. Yeah. And I know they're, they're like building or have built or, I don't know, something in like... Oh, um, in Chicago? Is it Chicago or South Carolina? North Carolina was here in Nevada. I think Lagunitas is building in Chicago. Okay. At any rate, they're, getting, they're building one in the Midwest, East-ish... Area, I highly recommend try some of it. Um, get it, don't save it, drink it immediately because it, they do make hoppier beers. They're for hop heads. So if you're not a hop head, you won't like it. But uh, get it, drink it quick so those hop aromas are nice and fresh. And uh, yeah, really anything you get, you won't be disappointed. One of my favorites is called uh, Brown Sugar. Quite delightful. Absolutely. And mm -hmm. Lightning makes some great stuff. Yeah, oh, their Imperial Stout's really good, too. Yeah, they have a great Imperial Stout. The Lagunitas Sucks is a delightful beer. Yeah, um, yeah check out Lagunitas if you, uh, if you haven't. Yeah, definitely. I'm trying to think of a bad beer, but usually we just, like, like the hops that we probably don't like. It's just, just because it's... You know, We're not super crazy hop heads. If you are a super crazy hop head, get the hop stupid. You're going to go crazy for it. It's all Simcoe and yeah. the, like, take the, take the paint off the wall kind of flavors. Um, which a lot of people totally dig. For me personally, it's a little bit, a little bit much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this beer, Equinox, totally enjoy. Mm-hmm, definitely. All right, fun facts for this movie. Uh, I mentioned the Jim Henson thing, and then the uh, new company coming in called All Effects that uh, handle all that. Mm -hmm. uh, Corey Feldman was the voice of Donatello. Really? A little bit of a fun fact. I think he did the uh, the first movie too, but. I don't remember if he was in the second thing. Mm -hmm. um, I mentioned the uh, Turtles in Time video game that everybody loves. That's like, the greatest video game ever. Uh, did, did you ever play uh, TMNT Tournament Fighters? It was on Super Nintendo. It was like the fighting game that was on no, the Turtles. No, I didn't stuff. have a Super Nintendo until I was like 18. Oh, well. Which was like 14 years That's unfortunate because that, movie, or that video game was actually pretty cool. Yeah. Um, and there's a character on there named Asuka who mm. apparently was Mitsu, but they renamed it because of some trademark thing, I'm sure. Okay. But yeah, basically, young female ninja-like mm. character. Mm. Uh, another interesting uh, thing about this movie, mm -hmm. 
Uh, this is the Ninja Turtles movie. But Cowabunga is not said in this movie. <gasps> it wasn't said! And the only reference to pizza is when Michelangelo tries to make one and ends up making a giant burnt hockey puck. Yes! Oh, no, Frisbee, because then they oh, put that's right, Frisbee. Oh, that's right, Frisbee, yes, that's right. <laughs> Ooh, make a good Frisbee! <laughs> also good, dude! Yeah. Uh, that's about all I got. So, for a uh, fun fact <laughs> of this movie, it's pretty straightforward. <laughs> oh, I have a fun fact that nobody else seemed to notice. There's a continuity problem for me. They were riding a lot of Belgian horses in this. Yeah, they geez. trimmed up their legs in that. Uh, they wouldn't have had Belgians in feudal Japan. And, uh, yeah, those horses were way too big. And also, they I noticed there was one particular horse that kept showing up on both the good guys and the bad guys' side, much like in a um, timeline. Yeah. And it's like, oh, that must just been, like, the best horse on set because everybody's riding it. But. The most uh, able to control... Yeah, uh, just you know, presentable. And unfortunately, I think it wasn't in their budget to make them all carrying uh, Ichibans. <laughs> Number one unicorns. Also, have another sad fact about this movie. What's that? Very likely, all the horses during that were used <laughs> in the filming are dead now. Oh, already eaten by dogs in one way or another. <laughs> so, what did we learn from this movie? Ooh. I learned that in no matter what time period you put the turtles, they're still going to kind of fuck it up. Yeah. But they pull it out in the end, and that's what's sure. important. That's all that's important. I learned uh, the key to time travel is equal mass displacement. Ooh, ooh, I learned something else from this movie. Uh, well, something I've been learning from a lot of the movies this month. You just need a giant set of jacks and a couple of mirrors to travel through time. Right? That's all you need. Let's start working on that. See if we can go back to... Uh, <laughs> We uh, we do the first episode of this podcast. Maybe throw in some of that intro music. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I also learned to be a badass villain in feudal Japan. Mm-hmm. Wear that championship wrestling belt. That was a spectacular belt. Yeah, and and his hair was amazing too. It was very mm-hmm. fluffed out. It was very very Doc Brown. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, much more intimidating. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Uh, we have a Q&A. What was our question last week? So last week I asked you, what's the last concert you went to? I think the last concert I think we went to together. Mm-hmm. I think it was uh, ZZ Top at the Thunder Valley Amphitheater or whatever it's called. Yeah, up in, in Lincoln, uh, California. Lincoln. Yeah. yeah, Thunder Valley is a uh, casino up in uh, Lincoln, uh, suburb of Sacramento. Um, and of course... The legendary rock group ZZ Top was there, and the sun was down, but it was still about 100, 102. Yeah. <laughs> it was pretty warm. <laughs> yeah, the, the Sacramento Valley is definitely a hot box to get the yeah. inversion. Um, yeah, if you guys ever get the chance to visit the Central Valley, A, I'm sorry, and B, who is your family who lives out there? Because there's no other reason. But um, convince them to go up to Thunder Valley. It's literally in the middle of cow pastures. Like, mm-hmm. very literally, it is just fields of, like, burnt weeds and some, like, angry-looking cows because they're hot as hell. And then it's, it was like a delivery to Vegas accidentally <laughs> just got, like, dropped in the middle the, of it. The truck broke down uh, going north on uh, the 36 or whatever that road is out there. I was like... Well, we can just leave the casino here. People will come. 65, by the way. 65, sorry. I'm not from there. Yeah. But, yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, it's just like, what is that? What's that out there in that field in the distance? Oh my gosh, I think I see them. Oh, weird. when they built that, it was dirt roads. Like, yeah. the roads are paved out there because of that casino. Like, and the city of Lincoln has turned into a city. East just be like the town. It's true, they got a wonderful <laughs> brewery out there in Goat House. Mm-hmm. So, like that place. Yeah. Uh, also, I recommend, mm-hmm. if you're in the area when ZZ Top is playing, I think check them out, too. They're not bad for a couple uh, 70-year-olds. Right? They freaking bring it. Yeah. That was a good time. That was one of the best shows. Excellent. What's our question for next week so we can uh, have our fans uh, send us in their answers? Alrighty. We're going to put this one on the Facebook, too, because nobody's going to answer again. Alrighty. <laughs> so, who would play you in a movie about your life? And is it a good movie? Ooh, that's a good one. <laughs> I'm going to have to ponder on that. Right? I, I know I've been confused for a couple movie stars before, but you know what? I'll save that for next time. <laughs> Do you think Wesley Snipes would play me appropriately? No. Because <laughs> I think wait, I want to go with Wesley Snipes. Turn, turn your head a little bit? Mm-hmm. Absolutely not. Damn it. He's, he's not hot enough. Also, I'm just going to throw this out there as a little trail-off thing, a non-sequitur, apropos of nothing. Uh, Wesley Snipes is the Black Highlander, right? In Blade? <laughs> no, Blade is the Black Highlander. Yeah. Well, yeah, Wesley Snipes in Blade is the Black Highlander, right? Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. I, I would agree with that 100%. Ooh, we're gonna ask. So I think coming up in September, we already have another theme in mind. But you know what? I'll save it for next time. Ooh, dun, dun, dun. In the meantime, uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 3 is currently streaming on Netflix. So uh, check it out. Let us know what you think. Let us know if we missed anything. And... Uh, Next oh. week we'll have yet another episode to finish off time travel week or time travel month. Time Sorry, travel I keep saying that. Month. Yeah. Alrighty. And so until next time, I'm Izzy. And I'm Steve. And this is Everything, Everything I Learned from Movies. Wow. Have a good night, everyone. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Joey Calvez. I want to tell you guys a little bit about the Department of Metahuman Affairs. This one is a story about a team led by a retired sidekick, two felons, a failed actor from Broadway, and a reprogrammed cyborg, but their first mission is to stop the criminals who have robbed a bank, and they will have to set the world at ease. You're going to get 180 pages of entertainment, action-packed awesomeness right here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume one. All you got to do is head on over to kickstarter.com and type in the Department of Metahuman Affairs or DMA and check it out right now. 